0: The I Make a Difference podcast. An adventure of exploration of your human self, the conditioned and unhealed parts of you, and your true self, the natural, real and powerful you. A pathway where you unravel, heal and uncover on your journey back to you. I am back into doing my episodes for the I Make a Difference podcast and I'm your host Melinda Cates and today's episode is focused on a quite an incredible process that I've been through in the last few months. One that I would never ever and my human self have ever thought was something that would unfold and happen and it has contributed to me continuing to be absolutely fascinated by and thrilled by and in awe of the incredible processes that we have opportunities to experience as human beings. Opportunities to become so conscious of the different layers of processing in everything that we experience and the, how magical everything is interlinked and interwoven. And The beautiful gifts we're given to become even more conscious of not only who we are as human beings, but more conscious of our souls and the agreements they made prior to coming back to being in human form and how those agreements would unfold. And specifically the journey that I've recently been on, it supported me to have such a deeper insight into and appreciation of our soul agreements and how soul agreements and their completion can occur after a person has passed and how they can actually complete decades after a person has passed and how the power of family soul agreements is so multidimensional and that The relationships and the interconnections that happen, happen not always for you directly, but indirectly for the power of the direct relationships and agreements that you do have with people. I've also come to see that our soul family agreements do not have to just be purely biological. My grandparents, who were my adopted not my adopted, my dad was adopted, so they're not my biological grandparents. However, how significant they are and were as far as the soul agreements that we had with each other for my growth and involvement and for their completion. I've also come to see that our viewpoint, as far as the process of the soul agreements goes, is really important too. I have tended to view soul agreements from the perspective of the value I've gained from them. What were the gifts that I was being given from other people? So whether that was having emotions triggered, whether it was having experiences that prompted me to remember things that were painful so that I could heal them, or for people to help me, or for people to walk beside me, for people to share love and understanding. And I've valued those people for their, their offerings and what they've shared with me. And I've valued what I have received from them. But what I haven't done is I hadn't viewed the soul agreements from the perspective of what was I gifting the other person? What was my part in the agreement? What was I sharing with them? And what was I offering them? and what was the value I was contributing to their growth and involvement. What I've been through in recent times has helped me to see wow, the relevance, the importance and the value of of what I have shared and done in my part of the agreement, which has given me greater insight into me and being able to value myself even more. Another factor was I had also only been looking at the immediate relationship with the person as far as the soul agreement went and not seeing how the relationships surrounding our relationship were so critical to that immediate one. And it's helped me to understand those relationships and my relationship with those people in a different way. And to give you an example of that is I'd always viewed that Choosing my father was purely beneficial for my own pain and struggles and the tangible, conditioned, painful experiences I went through for me to get to the place of love that I have around him. But no, I actually chose my father for another key critical reason. My link to my papa. My link to his father who adopted him. Because the soul agreement I have with my papa was even more powerful and was even more beautiful for my growth and involvement. And I'll share more of that later in the podcast. But it's amazing when you start seeing these layers of relationships and their interconnectedness from a different viewpoint, how you get to appreciate the magic of these soul agreements. There are key angles to which you can see the soul agreements as well. Through your human eyes, through your soul-self eyes, and then through the truth. And the truth is about being able to see how other people's relationship to the person, say for example, my papa, who's the person who directly had such a significant soul agreement with me. Well, my grandma, my relationship with her wasn't as critical because it was her relationship with him that was really important in order for him to have the relationship with me that he had. So when you can see those relationships through different eyes as well, you get to love and appreciate not only the souls, but the human side of those souls and why they were like they were. And I'll come to more of that as well as we progress through this episode. There's also an immediate purpose to our soul agreement. But there's also other reasons and value that will unfold. And it's important to be able to be aware of and identify and recognize all those different elements. And that's for the purpose of being able to own and reclaim each part of it, so that you are supporting the integration process of you becoming even more whole, and more conscious, and aware of what happens, what unfolds, and what is possible as your soul self in human form. One of the other things that has stood out for me is that I realized that in life, there are occurrences that happen, that may happen once or a few times, and... We may act on those experiences or those interactions, and we may only take them so far. And that can be because we're not as aware as we could be, and that these occurrences are an opportunity for us to travel a journey to complete these soul agreements. And it's our responsibility to follow each process through to the completion of for us. And you'll know when that completion is because the process will cease to continue to unfold and you will feel some peace and there'll be no further questions and no further direction to head with it. You'll know it's right. And there's no timeframes on those either because something that may have started 20, 30, even 40 years ago may not complete till way, way further down the track. I've also got to see that our soul agreements influence us in ways we may not consciously see until all the pieces come together as the completion of that agreement happens. So what have I experienced and what's been going on? Well, in October 2021, it was a one year anniversary since the passing of my father. And episode 14, I shared the magical process I went through upon his passing, where I was able to reconnect to and yeah, return to being fully in the space of loving my dad again and feeling that love from him. And it didn't have to be from recent experiences. It was connecting back to how him and I were together when I was a child so when I was about five and six and at that one year anniversary one of the things I did was check to make sure if there was any residue healing that I had in relation to him was I you know creating it in my own head and being that I felt that love from him and that I had that love for him was I in denial was I avoiding any of it was there any sadness grief hurt or anger that was still there And at the time, no, there wasn't. There was stillness, there was love, and there was a smile. My self-worth and love had grown significantly and become more whole again in terms of my dad. And whilst this process was happening, another process was unfolding. In episode 18, I share an experience I had that would have been around that time that brought my awareness and consciousness to focusing on soul agreements. It's something I hadn't explored for some time, but it was it was meant to happen. A few weeks after the one-year anniversary of my father's passing, I received an email from the daughter of my dad's cousin. As I mentioned, my dad was adopted, and this is part of that link that I just shared about our family soul agreements do not have to be between Purely human biological family members. So my papa's brother was her grandfather. So she is my second cousin. She was my papa's brother's granddaughter. Yep, I hope you can follow that one. Bit of a mouthful. Now, I've not seen or heard from her since I was five or six years old. So it was like, wow, when I received the email. I had so many memories come flooding back of her and her sisters and being five or six and dunking, of all things, dunking for toffee apples and being on their property. And so many other memories of my papa and grandmother started flooding back from my childhood. And what was most interesting was the period of time that the memories were linked to was that age five and six, which was the age I'd reconnected back to the love of my father. So interesting how that all connected. The lady who had emailed me, my second cousin, her mother had passed the year before, and she had photos of my dad that my grandma and papa used to send out to all of their family members at Christmas. And she was emailing me to see if I wanted them. What is interesting is that I'm dad's only child that he had the most volatile relationship with and that he had the least amount to do with during the time he was alive. And so what's interesting about it is I'm the one that these photos are coming to or being offered to. But there's more to the story than just this. That was the link to prompt the rest of the process. I recognized that because I had found my love of and with my father again, that this was part of his and my soul agreement. For this family, the side of my family, my dad's side, who I... As a little child, I had a lot to do with, but as a teenager on, I really had nothing to do with them. And so it was about them reconnecting with his family, my dad's family, so reconnecting with me and me with them. And it was also about me receiving the remnants of the energy attached to my father for completion of his process from this earth. So I said yes to this lady. Please send them. And the photos were actually ones that I already had. I discovered that when I received them. But I'd not looked at these photos for decades. And interesting, they were photos of my dad as a little boy. When there was the more purity and more joy that was in him that was shining through. Through my conversations with this lady... She shared stories about my grandmother. Now, my grandmother, and this is going to my human self, so I mentioned that when we view soul agreements, we will see, and not just soul agreements, but experiences in our life, we will see them through our human self-eyes. We can see them through our soul self-eyes and see more of the purity and the beauty of a person and our soul agreements, and we can see the truth. So, My grandmother, what I had experienced with her through my human self was what I believed was a lot of rejection. And there wasn't a closeness that I had with her that I had with her husband, my papa. And what I'd experienced was my grandmother told my nana, which is my biological maternal grandmother, that she wanted the boy, which is my brother, and that Nana could have me the girl. And when my grandmother was n- close to the end of her days and in hospital, she had no recognition of me at all. And yet she recognised and embraced my brother. I have been left with those impressions, that impact, and those experiences. So when this lady started sharing about my grandmother, and they called her auntie, and how lovely she was. It stopped me for a moment, because it was, hold on, I don't know this lady. I don't remember her as lovely. I remember her having me folding sheets, doing the washing through the old ringer washing machines, for those that know what that is, Um, scrubbing coins, scrubbing the copper pot bottoms. But as this second cousin of mine shared, I started to have memories of mine come through where I could see her as she truly was. So I was starting to see more of the truth of who my grandmother was. I was going back to the age I was, yet again, four, five and six, where during that time, I got to see that my grandmother was strong that she also was kind. And she was, in, she was different in her interaction with me compared to my papa. I remember snuggling up in bed with her some mornings when I'd stayed the night at their place, which happened quite a bit. And I remember her putting on her big hats on my head and playing dress-ups with me and giving me her shoes to wear these were memories I'd forgotten because my human self had been focused on that other side of my grandmother. So the more this lady shared, the more these memories allowed me to see more of the truth of my grandmother. But there's more to come on this as well. So that connection to my father's family occurred a couple of weeks after my father had passed. And amongst all of this, whilst COVID has been absorbing the world's attention, we have actually had another member of my father's family who's been on TV regularly, as it's his area of expertise. And he has a twin brother. When I was about four and five and also ten, I used to look up to and love these guys when I was little they are just hysterical and they would make me laugh and they would just bring so much joy to the space that I was in with them. And I haven't seen them for 20 years. My mother and I were traveling to a local city and the guy who'd been on TV, his twin brother lives there. And this was about two weeks after the lady who emailed me about my dad had done so. As I was aware and conscious of my father's family and these connections that were happening, I knew I had to contact him. And so I did, so that we could catch her. And wow, this is all going on within a couple of weeks. This family energy on my father's side. Well, the moment I saw him, I felt my energy internally and externally shift And the smile on my face and the energy connection between him was amazing. And memories of being around him and his brother when I was 10 years old flooded back. I could actually feel the height I was in energy and I could actually feel myself looking up to him. Which was a bit weird because I'm actually taller than him now. (laughs) But it was that energy of me as a 10 year old that I was experiencing and feeling which is part of our integration process I get to see is that we have left remnants of our energy behind at the various stages of our life. And for us to be whole again, it's about being conscious of it, reclaiming it and integrating it into who we are now. So when you experience those energy processes, be conscious of them and consciously work with them to integrate them into you now. I had connected to my next second cousin and another part of my father's family. The lady who emailed me, that was my second cousin, was connected to dad on his dad's side. This second cousin was connected to dad on dad's mother's side. This second cousin, the one that I caught up with face to face, his mother was the daughter of my grandmother's sister. I had connected with second cousins from both sides of my grandparents' families and that completed the whole of my father's family. I'd forgotten about my grandmother's sisters and yet we used to go and visit them, go and see them and it was regular day trips I took with my grandparents so even more memories came flooding back. This second cousin also spoke lovingly about my grandmother, which helped me to see even more so who she truly was. And he also shared a bit about my grandfather and that my papa was in World War I and II, which I had an inkling and I remember someone telling me as a child, but it was not what he shared. These experiences and these connections was like a whole other world opening up to me. The family that I had spent so much time with as a child, I hadn't really even gotten to know beyond my immediate relationships with them. And now I was discovering and finding out more about who they were, where they were from, where they were born, who they were connected to, I mean, my grandmother had nine brothers and sisters. And amongst this, I also got to see and experience that even though this second cousin that I had coffee with was not my biological second cousin, he was my soul family second cousin. Because even my mother said it, our energy and expressiveness were matching you would have thought we were from the same biological family. It was amazing. And to know that someone else was similar to me, and that area was really... Completing is the word that I felt. And home and a different level of wholeness and fullness. Through these processes, I loved, valued owned and integrated my energy from earlier years. I was connected to family, soul family, and that biological family or not, it's irrelevant. It's the soul agreement and the soul connections that are important. I was becoming part of my dad's family without my dad. And after all the years of rejection from my father, And look where the connections were happening. Which is why I got to see that the example I used earlier around, I believed I chose my father for the experiences I had, and that was the key reason, and for the DNA and the various um, predispositions. Actually, I chose my father for the family he was connected to. And that gave me such a totally different viewpoint on my relationships my choices and yeah the beauty of how things unfold I also through the process was embracing and loving my grandma for who she was and how she expressed her love in her way so a different level of peace around her my knowing though said that there was more to this process for me to complete I could have just left those two interactions, the email and the receiving of the photo, and the connecting with my second cousin in the the city not far away. But no, I kept having more questions around my papa. I wanted to know more about him. My human self was saying, let it go. My soul self was saying, keep going. So I contacted my second cousin, the lady who emailed me. And I asked her if she knew much about my papa, and what I learned was amazing. My grandparents were married for 59 years. I can't even imagine that companionship going for that length of time. I'd never appreciated their commitment to each other. So to see and hear and feel that was just amazing. I also got to see that I may have not had the relationship with my grandmother that I had with my papa. My relationship with my papa. He loved me unconditionally. He was my star. He was my shining light. What was important was the relationship that my grandmother and my papa had. I got to see that my grandmother was the strength for my papa. And I got to see a photo of him in uniform as a teen, and there was a beautiful spiritual being that was so gentle, yet his eyes were so sad. And yet when I see him in my mind, there's this man that's still spiritual, that's still gentle, with this beautiful smile on his face, and the light in his eyes. My grandmother was his rock. And the more I learned about both of them, the more the pieces of the puzzle came together that made so much sense as to the sole agreement I have with him, which is still completing. Yes, it's one that has gone on for many years because he passed in 1984. And it makes so much sense at a spiritual, soul level, and soul agreement level, and human level. I'd always vowed and declared I would never end up with an Australian. Famous last words. The two men in my life I have loved the most, and been loved by the most, and loved unconditionally, are both Australian. My partner, Alan, and my papa. I never knew my popper had been born in Australia. I didn't know that's where he came from. I knew he'd lived there for some time, but I didn't know that that was his birthplace. Their family name was Cat with a double T. And they travelled to live in New Zealand when my grandfather, I think, was in his teens or early teens, And when they arrived here in New Zealand, they changed their name to Kate's because they were wary of being judged and having people go meow at them. Interesting part there is I'm a cat lover. In fact, I can have all the stray cats in the neighbourhood turn up at our door and (laughs) we have a few of them. They also landed when they first got to New Zealand in the region I live in now. So it's just interesting the pieces of the jigsaw puzzle and how it all fits together. Well, after learning all of this and processing and absorbing the various elements around my grandparents, memories started coming flooding back of all the experiences I had with my papa. Like sitting on the stool at the base of his chair and we'd sit and watch Coronation Street Sitting on his lap on the tractor as he let me steer it when we were you know, picking potatoes and watermelons and pumpkins. And him bring me back a huge hat from his trip to China. And I still have that hat here with me. Making sailboats out of the leaves of the magnolia tree and playing in the trees behind his house where they had huge branches and I would pretend I was riding a horse, gardening with him and especially growing rhubarb and then him and I cooking it up and eating it and having wheat bix with hot milk and brown sugar and whipped cream on it for breakfast. And amongst all of these memories, one night just before I was going to sleep, my papa came to me and, oh, the light that I saw radiating from him I had this big beaming smile and it was a smile that in my previous memories I have no recollection of and he shared how happy he was and he said to me you gave me so much love and joy in my life I loved you and I love you and in that moment besides the Enormity of the love energy that I was feeling from him for me and I for him. I got to see that I'd been viewing his and my soul agreement through what he had given to me. Unconditional love that no one else had. I had not stopped to even ponder on what I'd given to him and the value that he had got from our relationship. He experienced the purity of unconditional love from me. He loved the love I had for him. He loved that innocence, that joy, his ability to play, and I even have a memory now flashing through my head. He loved to do magic tricks, and he used to love and come and do them at my birthday parties, and on Christmas Day, he he would do magic tricks with me all the time. I also got to see as I said, how soul agreements can be between others so that we benefit. It was so clear to me now that I didn't need that same love from my grandmother because I had it from my papa. But my papa needed my grandmother's love. And I got to appreciate how dedicated she was to him, the companionship that she gave him, and that she gave him the strength, love and solidness that he needed, which is what helped him to love me. So my grandmother's sole agreement to me was to provide that love and that companionship to my papa so that he could provide what he did to me. And as I said, I now see I chose my dad, yes, for our human involvement, but I chose him so I connected to and had my papa. This just put totally different views this whole part of my life and like I said the immediate purpose of the immediate relationship and soul agreements is not the only gift you get it's being connected to all of the other soul agreements like my second cousins who I now have a human connection with I now value love and appreciate my grandmother in ways I never dreamed I would I love my papa even more deeply And feel even more connected to her. But he has continued to give to me. And there is more. One last part of this process. That I'm aware of. In this unfolding soul agreement with my Papa. As I said, I now appreciate how they can continue many years after someone passes. I mentioned my Papa died in 1984. And in 2006, for a very brief year or two. When I did talk to my dad, he told me where my papa's ashes were. They'd been with a lady who was a friend of dad's from 1985, which was when my father left New Zealand, till 2006. My papa's ashes had been with a stranger for 21 years. And in 2006, I went and got them. And he came home to me. My papa's ashes. Even journeyed with me when I moved to Australia. So I realise now that I even took his energy and his process back to his homeland, the place where he was born. And then, when I returned back to New Zealand, he came back to the region where his family first landed when they arrived to New Zealand. Now, recently, I took a plate out of a sideboard, one that I haven't used for a number of years, and lo and behold. I saw the box with my papa's ashes in. And this is where I know we're coming to the place of completing my soul agreement with my papa. I know he wants me to scatter them on this property because I know this is where my ashes will be scattered. And I'll be with my papa. So this is as much as I'm aware as the completion of the soul agreement with my papa the man who actually was my soul dad, the man who loved me unconditionally and that I loved to the end of the universe. And I will know when the time is right, when to scatter those ashes and it's coming soon, but more importantly, where on this property to scatter them. So I encourage you, stay open to journeying the soul agreement process to its completion. Stay open in the journey to reclaiming and integrating all parts of you from the past. Because those memories, the beautiful ones, are part of your integration process. And with those memories will come the energy of you from that age. It's important to consciously embrace and own that energy and to consciously make it part of who you are today. View your soul agreements. From the perspective of what they gift you and the value they give to you, but also what you gift them, the other person, and the value you bring to them. Through my grandfather coming to me and sharing what he did, I got to see that I was of value and I do matter and I did have an impact. And that's pretty cool. See the interconnectedness of all the different soul agreements in your family and that they don't have to purely be biological. And be aware of soul agreements that can still unfold many years after a person passes. Papa, I love you. I love you so much. And your soul agreement to me, which just is amazing to think about, also included you helping me get distinctions on soul agreements all these years after you physically are no longer here. And my dad, thank you again for being my dad and for all the incredible gifts you've given me and for connecting me to such beautiful people my papa and my grandma.